Have you noticed a sudden shift in your narcissistic partner's intimacy level? Yeah. We're going to be jumping into narcissists no longer being intimate and what are the possibilities of it being cheating, of it being pornography, what does it actually look like on a day-to-day -day basis, how does it actually affect, change things in your relationship. Maybe there's some things even in this video you can highlight and be like, oh, maybe this is happening. Okay, Maybe you're wondering if their actions could be attributed to external factors, maybe cheating, maybe porn, and we're going to dive into that. Okay, so join me as we dive into the complex world of narcissistic behavior and the connection to diminishing intimacy in the relationship, how it shows up, how it affects, how it controls, all different pieces like that. If you guys are new here, my name is Ben Taylor. I'm a self-aware narcissist on this channel to provide awareness about narcissistic abuse. I'm the founder of Raw Motivations and your guide in the seven-day challenge that you can access at escapetoxicity.com. Seven days for $7 to help you just understand more about narcissistic abuse. Like, are you the narcissist? What is narcissism? Like, what? how do I deal with the guilt and the shame? How do I actually work through like the trauma bond? We start laying out the groundwork for you to understand how to be able to move forward. So if you watch any of my videos, and you're like, I don't know about this guy. He's a narcissist, but he's trying to help people. Check out the seven day challenge, $7. You can see how we teach. And if it resonates with you, then you can graduate from that. You can move into the clarity challenge. Anyways. So talking through this aspect of narcissists that slowly pull away from intimacy and they slowly pull away of actually being connected with you. Now, this doesn't typically happen just randomly. It typically has a cause and effect. It typically has this first aspect of pulling away emotionally and then oftentimes physically as well. It could be reversed, but that's typically the order that happens. So look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the must not take yourself too seriously and... 6-1 since that matters. And what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Narcissists typically have self-centered nature, right? Like, like, it's all about me. Me, myself, and I. Like, it has to be about me, not anybody else, all that kind of stuff. But this extends into intimacy. This extends into your connection. This extends into your emotion, extends into your sexual relationship. And as the initial pieces fade, the love bombing, the charm, the infatuation, as it starts to fade, oftentimes they're less and less interested in you as a whole. Now, they're less interested in you emotionally, maybe less interested in you sexually, maybe less interested just in building any type of connection. See, sometimes what happens with the narcissist is they build a connection up to a certain level and then that's it, like capped out, maxed out, because the next level would require a, an, another level of honesty. That level of honesty is too exposing, is too vulnerable, and the narcissist is like, I don't want to do this. You see this oftentimes in a narcissist relationship that woos you and gets with you and does this amazing job of connecting with you up until marriage or engagement, or a pivotal moment, and then it switches, then it changes, then it gets to the place where it flips and it starts to disappear, it starts to become different, it starts to slowly devalue and change. Sometimes it's like a light bulb where it completely changes really rapidly. This happens a lot of times for narcissists. They're infatuated with the chase. Let me get with this person. Let me be with this person. I want to trap them in the relationship. And then they get you 
and they don't know what to do with you. Like they're lost in the aspect of like, I built all of this on a shifting foundation, on a bunch of falsehoods, on a bunch of stuff I made up just to get them in the relationship. Now what I do? And typically they don't know. So they'll typically try to find, maybe if I just do it again, maybe if I build this with someone else, maybe if I find someone on the side, all these different things to be able to keep that facade going and to find another outlet of them trying to find this intimacy that they're not really being intimate because they're not really being honest. Okay, hopefully that makes sense. If it doesn't, leave a comment. Okay, but when we're talking about this piece of the initial charm fades, they become less interested, like they're only gonna focus more on them. So the love bombing phase, then we move from idealization and devaluation, and then it becomes solely about them. Not that it wasn't to start off with, but now you see it more and more and more. So you get to the place where you start to realize he's been pulling away for a bit of time. Like he's become more distant, he's become more uninterested in you. And emotionally, sexually, preferring to spend time in whatever thing, whatever else. It might be his own interests, might be hobbies, might be other people. You oftentimes have no clue. It's just like, why am I not attractive anymore? Why is he not coming towards me? Why does he not care about me? Why does he not love me? What does he not find me? Like all these thoughts sort of going through your head. So one of the aspects that is typical in toxic relationships is pornography. Okay. Pornography for a lot of narcissists is, has this allure of like, this can help fix me or fill me up or give me the high that I want in the moment. Now, the thing is they'll get with someone, they'll, they'll love them to a certain degree. They'll be like, oh, this is amazing. Love bombing, all these things. And then it's like, eh, it's still not doing everything that I want, but I've got this other outlet. I've got pornography. Let me look at that. Now, there's not a lot of couples that pornography infiltrates into the couple's life and it's a healthy relationship, especially if it's being a secret on one side or the other. So oftentimes this allure will help um, the narcissist be like, oh, if I do this, it'll complete the lack of emotional, the lack of intimacy that I'm getting from this person. But it becomes a constant need. Oftentimes it becomes an obsession or even an addiction, sometimes an addiction that the narcissist hides under. Well, I'm a sex addict, so you might as well give me sex. But the constant need of validation and novelty drives them towards seeking pleasures outside of the relationship. Let me keep doing stuff that's going to get me certain pleasures, certain joy, and it leads to a decline in emotional and physical intimacy in the relationship. Because it's hard, because he's comparing other women's bodies to yours. Like he's comparing the sexual encounters that he's seeing online that are oftentimes fake and phony, but he's seeing all these things online to you. You're not going to compare to some of those things. Why? Because he hasn't even created a safe place for you to even show up in a way that would be attractive to you and to him in a safe environment. Hopefully that makes sense. Okay. The narcissist will make you feel unsafe in the things that he wants you to do, often because he's already experiencing and doing all those things on the side in the aspect of pornography. Well, I saw this, so let me try this. And you're like, whoa, this doesn't feel good. This isn't what I want. He doesn't care. He just wants to recreate what he's already in his mind. He's not even thinking about you. He's thinking about that particular feeling or idea or thought that came from the porn. But it, all it does is it starts to break apart the relationship. It starts to lead to this dis disconnection. And so you start to realize like, hey, I think he's been obsessed with pornography. Maybe you found out about it. Maybe you stumbled upon it and realized that it's a problem and it's been causing this huge reduction in physical intimacy. And overall, just destroying your emotional connection.
Now, pornography a lot of times is the stepping stone to cheating. Some narcissists are like, yeah, no, I'd never cheat, but they look at pornography. Some people classify that as cheating, not cheating, whatever. It's it's not going to help the relationship typically. Okay, but then oftentimes that that mental and emotional like idea of like, oh, let me look at this only serves for a short period of time. Then it has to up the ante. Then it has to look better and it has to feel better. Then the narcissist has to get with that person. Not necessarily that person, but a person. So then narcissist starts to seek validation from other places of like, this excitement only got me so far. Now I need to find more of it. Now I need to connect with more people. Now I can actually pay someone to have sex with me. Now I can actually connect with someone who's at work and then have sex with them. Like, like all these different things come up and you start to see cheating come into the relationship. Okay. Infidelity finds a way to help them keep satisfied for their constant need of attention, admiration, control, disregarding typically any impact it has on your well-being. You see, when a narcissist is cheating, they don't care about you and they don't think about you because you're out of sight, out of mind. It's like, well, if I keep this quiet, she won't know about it. Therefore, she won't get upset. Therefore, she won't feel bad. Therefore, it won't make me feel bad. So why should I even do that? Because it's going to affect me. And so he's just going to keep doing it over and over and over again because it's like, hey, this feels good. This is great. I can control this person. I can keep it under wraps because they don't want to be exposed because they're in a relationship. All this kind of stuff happens. Okay. But oftentimes it just continues to move forward. And some of it might be like, you're like, something's different. I don't know what. And this is the part that's hard because you might have a gut feeling that something's different, but you're like, I don't have any proof. One thing that's interesting is you'll see a difference in the intimacy oftentimes when your partner is cheating, when they're looking at porn too, but when the partner is cheating in particular, you'll see nuances that'll be different. He'll start to kiss you different. He'll start to react different. He'll start to connect or make moves different. And you're like, this is new. It's never been this way, but it feels like old hat for him. That's because he's been doing this with someone else. And so it's like, this feels natural for him. And sometimes in the mind, it's not even about the person, it's about the pleasure. So he's trying to do something in that moment, not even realizing or thinking, oh, this is the wrong person. I'll do this with this person. But he's like, oh, this, this felt good with this person. Let me do it in this person. Sometimes it ramps up the, the sexual connection with you and your spouse when he's cheating on you. Like, how does that even make sense? Sometimes it's almost like, if they have this connection with the other person, then they start having a different type of connection with you. It's like it's like both people kind of even them out a little bit. Not saying it's like less abusive, but for a period of time, like if the cheating relationship is good, sometimes that makes the relationship seem to function slightly better. There seems to be more of a connection because they're mimicking the things that are happening in the other relationship. Like they're modeling the same almost like love bombing type piece to the other person, sometimes in bed with you. And so it provides this like unique thing of like, wait a second, like this actually has been better than what it is, but he's still abusive or like, like we're connected differently or we're connected more. And it, it makes this very confusing environment. I feel like I'm confusing myself as I'm trying to say it, but like the whole aspect I'm trying to have you understand is oftentimes when there's this aspect of losing intimacy, it typically for a guy leads back to pornography and cheating. It might be other things, but as a whole. I'm not going to say all, but it's easier if I say all and everybody believes it than it is to just say 99% of the time and then you hold on to that 1%. Mine isn't a cheater. And then you find out five years, five years later, he's been cheating on you the whole time. Okay. So just understand that a lot of times when there's this lack of intimacy, a lot of times it's an outlet someplace else. Pornography and cheating are probably the most popular ones. 
Hopefully that makes sense. If this doesn't make sense, leave a comment down below, leave a question, and we'll follow it up with another video or something else that can help you understand more about the topic and more about the nuances of being with a toxic person. If I can help in any way, you can reach out for help. Go to rawmotivations.com, click on the one-on-ones. I'd love to talk to you there.